Hello. 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 How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? How much wood could a wood chick wood? How much wood could a could a how much wood could a wood Sally chuck, sells chuck? seashells down by the seashore. Um, Peter picked a pile of pickled peppers. Is it a pile? <laughs> I don't. Is it in? in Peter the, picked a um, pompous amount. Yeah. <laughs> a, a pompous price of pickles. Oh, pickled peppers. Pickled peppers. Pickled pepper pots. I like to imagine it was pickles, and he just really liked picking pickled peppers. Wait, pick and pick, pick and pickled pickles. Yeah, what's a pickled pepper? Is that a banana pepper? That's boring. I don't know. Is it like a jalapeno Peter pepper? Peter picked a pile of banana peppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't roll off the tongue nearly as easily. No. But because Peter's a little poopy boy, he's got to pick pickled peppers. Why is he a poopy boy? Is it because of the alliteration? Yes, literally because of the alliteration. A, a, a poopy pee-pee boy. Peter is a poopy pee-pee boy picking pickled peppers for his pile of uh, pompous amounts of pesos. Oh, okay. <laughs> that actually works. Yeah. You know, he's getting paid for it. Yeah. He's, he works hard for his money. Oh, wait, hold on a second. We just described someone who's picking uh, plants and vegetables for Mexican currency. Yeah, you didn't have to make that connection. But that is there now, so that exists. That's out there. Yay! Hello and welcome to episode number Trace. See. See. See, senor. The entirety of the episode will be done in Spanish. Oh, I did not sign up for that. Mm, um, uh, uh, Hola, mi nombre Andres con ASG Securitas. Yo necesito tu contraseña, por favor. Uh, sí. Um, my name Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> my name Jeff. Um, so if you are a fan of ours, thank you. If yes. you are not, fuck you. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to be a great sign-on. Oh, wait, shit, I didn't do the right sign-on. Uh, Adam and Andy, where are my shoes? Donde es mi Zapatos? <gasps> oh, wait, is Zappos the... Zapatos. But is the company Zappos... From some kind of word for shoe. Are they a shoe company? Yeah, Zappos, they, they uh, ship shoes. Ship then shoes. I would assume so. That only makes sense to me. Hi, welcome to Business Wire, the podcast. Yes. Let's talk about businesses. Did you know Enron was a big failure? Yeah. I, I feel like that <laughs> is still probably a really deep hurt for a lot of people in this country. I, I, it's been, I don't know. A long time. It was like prior to the financial crisis. It was like 2003, 2001. God, was it that long ago? Yeah, it was a while ago. So mm. about 20 years. Well, well, okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we are. If you have been listening, you saw that we dropped a two-hour and 20-minute bonus pod. Yes, you uh, did. And it was great. It Ooh. was it was great, but also another great part about it, you may have also noticed a new logo for oh, the yeah. Adam and Andy show or Continue. podcast or uh, we're just, no, you know what? No, we're Adam and Andy. We're just Adam and Andy because we're not like those other podcasts. We treat you right. Simply stated and beautiful Adam and Andy. We, we treat you right. Not like two heart hands that talk about Andy Sandberg and Adam Driver. Yeah, we ain't about that way. So back to the logo, though, because I want to make sure uh, she credit, gets her, her credit gets her, it where it's just you. desserts, mm-hmm. just desserts. That would be my good friend Piper. I've known her for many years. Wait, Ooh. I can't just yeah. clap. I can't. Do just we clap. have? Yeah, the applause. Yay! Yay! Thank you, Piper. Yay! <laughs> Good work. You're awesome. 
Again, uh, thank you so much for the logo. Adam and I are both incredibly happy with it. The word I would use is jazzed. Okay, yes, we are thoroughly jazzed. We are la-la landed. All that jazz. Ooh. Chicago. Yeah, that took the energy down there. Oh, I know. Well, (laughs) again, thank you so much, Piper. It means a lot that you spent the time to work on our logo, and it looks damn good at that. Way better than anything either of us could do. Yeah, because my yeah. artistic ability is that of drawing stick figures. And for those of you that saw, my ability is having a picture of Andy and I on the couch and our names above it, and that's it. Though you did do a Doug Bobby episode where you painted a dog. I did. Yes. Um, but not going to give myself any credit. Yeah, even though it's over there on the couch. Yeah. And I'm going to hang it up in my next living space. It should be prime. And it'll have a, uh, a light shining down on it. If you have a fireplace mantle in your new place, you need to have it on the fireplace mantle. Mm-hmm. It needs to be front and center. Front and center, demon dog. Yes. That's right. Well, so let's, let's go ahead and get in on with the show. Um, I've told you, I've been teasing this to you for a few days now. Yes, and you have refused to give me absolutely any inclination as to what this is. Um, You actually wouldn't let me put my headphones on so you could test and make sure the bit worked. Yeah, um, because on this very moment... At this very moment. uh, Yeah, at, at this very moment, we have our first guest. Oh! Come on in! Captain Scurvy here oh on the God. Adam and Andy podcast. I'm happy to be here with you boys. Hey there, welcome Captain Scurvy. Very yeah. happy to have you. Very happy. Now, you you seem very happy. I'm super happy. <laughs> Why'd he stop talking? I am here to tell me pirate stories and such things for you two boys. Oh, okay. Well, please uh, enlighten us as to these stories. Yeah. Um, well, and I hope you understand, Captain Scurvy, that we have a certain level of uh, professionalism here that's needed for telling stories. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, professionalism. Of professionalism. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Darry, you didn't really do a good job there, did you, fella? No, 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 no he did, he did not. not uh, no, but not. you know what? He's going to step up his game just like you've stepped up your game, Captain Absolutely. Scurvy. Absolutely. All right, so please, Captain Scurvy, please tell us number uno. Alrighty, story number one. What's a horny pirate's worst nightmare? I I don't know. What a is- sunken chest with no booty. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> Well, you're kind of a, a, a horny old pirate there. You're and you're rude. You like to, to cut off your you know the, the the show hosts. Well, I mean, it's Captain Scurvy. He's important. He's the captain of this thing. Now you know I'm captain of this ship. Okay, where is your ship exactly? Alrighty, story number two. <laughs> How far would a pirate travel to get a good lassie? What did he say? How, how far would a pirate travel to get a good lassie? Oh, God. I don't know. Do the farthest Johnny Depp's. <laughs> God. <laughs> Captain Scurvy, where are you even coming up with these jokes? I think it's called the internet. Oh, okay. So they, they have the internet where you're from, Captain Scurvy? I don't know. Do they make dummies like you? <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of a jackass. Hey, to story number three. <laughs> a pirate walks into a bar with a ship's steering wheel stuck to the front of his pants. Okay. And the bartender asks him, hey, what's that there on your pants? What does the pirate say to him there, Mr. Andy? I don't know. What does he say? Well, I, I have an idea. What? I, I think this is that common joke, right? It's like, uh, you know, or he's, he's driving me nuts. Mmm. Yeah. Is that what it is, Captain Scurvy? No, he says it's a steering wheel from a tragic boating accident where five people perished. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really dark <laughs> joke there, Captain Scurvy. 
But you know what? We we appreciate dark jokes on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, hey, I heard, because, you know, I, I had to proof a lot of this before he came on. Yeah. Um, he has a, you know, he didn't hide, or he didn't show me the fourth one. He said it's his best one. Okay, great. His best one. All right, so Captain Scurvy, what's number four? All righty, my last story for the day. What is mesothelioma? I mean, I couldn't give you an exact definition, but I have a vague grasp of it. Mesothelioma is cancer that starts in the cells of the mesothelium. The mesothelium is a lining or a membrane <laughs> that covers and protects most <laughs> organs in your body, <laughs> such as the lungs, heart, or stomach. Okay. It is made up of two layers. <laughs> the inner layer wraps around the organs, and the outer layer forms a sac around the inner layer. This isn't exactly There's a story. There's a small amount of fluid between the two layers He's so that the organs through. can move He's easily. The mesothelium. Just, hey, hey, hey. Okay, so that's not really funny at all. It's not. It's just cancer. Yeah, you're just talking about mesothelioma and giving a very in-depth medical description of it. Is there a, a point to the story? I don't know, Andy. Is there a point to you? <laughs> <laughs> Captain Scurvy? You seem like a real asshole. I don't take kindly to that, and I'm going to mutinize this podcast here. All righty. All righty. It was a real pleasure with you two boys today. <laughs> and before I leave, last thing I'll say is if she don't like your peg, that's your leg. She should like your leg, that's your peg, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, alrighty, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and there he goes. He's leaving now, and he took his little uh, accordion man, and he opened the door and closed it before even leaving. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he, he thought about leaving, that, you know, he didn't want to leave on such bad terms. He's like, okay, I have a really great bit that I can... I can do. Yeah, I've got one more thing that doesn't involve the exact actual definition of mesothelioma. <laughs> so that's um, that's our first guest. That was a very interesting guest and not something I even remotely expected. <laughs> Nor wanted. I mean, I wasn't going to go that far <laughs> because it, it is some definite ingenuity uh, on your part. and Captain Scurvy's part. Yes, on Captain Scurvy's part. Yeah, I had no um, part in this. I was here. He was here with us. It, it was very entertaining, to say the least. Man, I hope people at home thought that, too. <laughs> <laughs> that is something we're going to find out in, yeah, in about a day or two. Um, go ahead and, and, and tweet us at, at a non-existent Twitter account. Hashtag keep Captain Scurvy or hashtag make him walk the plank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Captain Scurvy, and welcome to my peg leg. Welcome to your peg leg? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, she did porn. That was a perfect timing for that drop, and I am 100% for it. Yeah, I'm getting really good at these. You're getting, the timing is getting much, much better. Yeah! Yeah! yeah I'm really good at it, yeah! Okay, so, um, he really just threw us for a loop there. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to need you, bring us back in. Okay. Bring us back in. What do we got? Get us back onto being a booze anchor because you know that was that was not um, newsworthy at all. No, but it was a very entertaining <laughs> bit. So yeah, my first story okay, for, yeah. for today, please, is one that really took me off guard uh, when I read the headline, and the headline is as follows: Disorderly goat takes over cop car, headbutts Uh-oh. deputy, and eats all of their paperwork. Oh God! <laughs> yes, that was almost my exact reaction, burp and all. Whenever, whenever I read this, wow! Yeah, and apparently, uh, what what occurred is this uh, deputy in Georgia. Oh, do you know the city? Is it on there? Ooh. You know, this is the second time where you know you've done like Canada. Like, oh, a city. Okay, well, Georgia. What's the city? That's right. You're from Georgia. Does not say. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. It yeah. happens all over the state. Yeah, and you know, and apparently goats run rampant in in Georgia. And what happened is this deputy uh, was uh, delivering paperwork to, you know, people in, in their houses, you know, making the rounds. And a, yeah, you've a, been served. Yeah. And apparently what she does is she always leaves a door open to her car because she's apparently been run off by vicious dogs on numerous occasions uh, okay. previously dropping off th- this paperwork. Do you think that she ever asks who let the dogs out? Who, who, who? who? That is a... 
age-old question that we'll never know the answer to. All right, this one. You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> That's one I never want to know the answer to. <laughs> Two wildly different yeah, things there. really different. Okay, but yeah, go ahead. So this woman is coming back to her car and she notices that there's a fucking goat in the car eating all of the paperwork in the car. Oh no. It's just chilling in there in the, the driver's seat eating all the paperwork. Question. Answer. Maybe. Um, if a criminal who, I'm assuming it could be criminal papers. It could just be say, subpoenas. You know, but let's imagine it's a criminal. They go to the judge, and the criminal says, um, oh, I didn't come to court because a goat ate my paper. I would imagine a <laughs> judge has probably heard that at some point. Really? That's like So that's like the common dog ate my homework. I don't think it's common, but I bet it's been used. Can we get arrested and use it? No, I don't want to do that. Oh. Okay, um, anyone out there for science, if you want to get arrested and use... I'm sorry, Judge, but the goat ate my papers. I want it to be known that I do not condone this bit. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll revert back. Oh, I'm ugly. I'm boring. I'll accept that. I don't, I don't want any of our listeners getting arrested <laughs> because then they can't listen. Ooh. Yeah, didn't think about that, did I you? I did not think about that. You thought no. about the bit. You didn't think about our listeners' well-being. And I just said earlier, we take care of our listeners. And I'm openly trying to... Sabotage them. Sabotage. And you know what? We take care of our listeners listener. better than this goat took care of this deputy. Oh, there's more! Yes, ah! that wasn't the end. Because you might have noticed in the headline, it said something about headbutting. Oh, yeah, I missed So the deputy gets the goat out of said car. Okay. Who is apparently got a mouthful of paperwork. Mm-hmm. Is, While the deputy's giving them a mouthful. Hey! Hey! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are getting really good at the timing of this. Thank those. you. So the goat apparently did not appreciate uh, being forced out of the car. So he turned around. And headbutted this deputy in the gut. Oh my god! Knocking her down. That's like terrifying. Yeah, knocked her down and then just trotted off with the mouthful of paperwork, never to be seen again. Ooh, okay. Here's the detail. This is a rogue goat. Yeah, a gore as rogue backwards. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. No one ever thought about that, did they? No, but what's how is that a detail? Is that a detail <laughs> to the, the story? <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> no, okay, no, but no, just a thing. It's, it's, it's a rogue goat. It's a gore, and um, it's working for uh, Batman. I'm, sure I'm digging here, Goatman. Oh man, there's really no nothing to hold on here for this bit. No. Oh fuck. Okay. Um. Uh, well, hold on, Goatman. Oh, there's a Goat Boy. Okay. All over the place. Yeah. I'm sorry. You tried. I'm not the goat. It was a valiant effort. Ooh, that was. <laughs> I thought you were going to do the. I would if I could. No, I can't do it now. You said it. So here's what I think about that. Fuck shit. Damn it. I really like that drop. <laughs> that is a really good drop. I really like that one. That might be my favorite. It might be your favorite? Yeah. Okay. Well, hey. Oh my God. Okay, hold on. He's he's leaving again. I didn't open the door. He was yelling through the door. Okay, well, that was a very short visit by our, our old oh, friend. Our old friend who you met 10 minutes ago. Captain Scurvy. Captain Scurvy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Is this a handoff? What? Are you... Are you saying, hey, hey, Adam, I'm done here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey. Yeah, I got a go story. for it. I got a story. Well, I was between two. I do have two to discuss, mm -hmm. um, but for the one I want to do now, I was between two stories of what I, you know, what I want to say. It was like you're between two ferns. Yeah, I'm Zach Galifianakis, and you are Paul Rudd. Mm, I mean, do you want to be Paul Rudd? Like, you can. You're allowed to be. I love Paul Rudd. 
Is there anyone that doesn't like Paul Rudd? If they are, they're a terrorist. Ooh, hold on. Alexa, does anyone not like Paul Rudd? Here's something I found on the web. What? According to biography.com, American actor and film producer Paul Alexa! No, this isn't good. No, this is not good. Shut your mouth! Oh, my God. Well, that okay. shut her up. So I have this. Oh, my God. I lost it. Oh, no, 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 no. You had so much time. I was screaming and messing with your Alexa. Oh, and I had it. And then I lost it. Oh, I got it. Okay. Woo. Oh, that boy. Scary. Okay. That was close. Florida woman. Ooh. You never hear about Florida woman. You hear about Florida man. So yeah. This is, this is his wife. Oh, I bet she's just as fucked up and stupid. Florida woman. On horseback, okay, charged with DUI. Huh? You didn't think that was possible, did you? I wonder why that's not like an RUI. Could you like? Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, could you, don't you necessarily say, drive a horse? But think about it, because you, you could be them. sitting on them and be like, well, the officer, the horse has a brain for all for themselves. So anything that they did it was stupid Wait, it was their fault. What if the horse was drunk? <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, just like in Billy Masson where they get that horse all messed up on beer. Yeah, or that's also what killed um, Copernicus, I think. Is that a real thing? Did you Or did you just make that up? Because I'm not um, smart enough to know about that. A scientist of that era died of laughter seeing a drunk horse eat an apple, I believe. Wow, people were simple back then. Yeah, I know. Isn't And, then, and now we have to make, you know, pants shitting jokes for us to get off. Mommy! Someone get my mom! No! God! No! Not again. I got really wet on my mouth there. Yeah, you did. That, I think that might have gotten all over your mic. Oh, gross. Yeah. Okay, well, hey. Your mic's all rowing it up now. A Florida woman may have to pony up after police busted her for riding a horse down a busy highway while intoxicated. How excited was the writer to write <laughs> that? All those awful puns. Oh, man. That, I think that's great. I think that's a great start to your article. That was the highlight of that writer's day. Absolutely. Because, I mean, it's kind of just downhill. Oh, I do have another detail from this. Because, I mean, okay. most of it is pretty explanatory. Hey, this one was drunk on a horse going down a highway. Again, I'm alleging the horse was drunk, not the woman. And that should be what the, the woman uses in court. Do you think it was like a drunk Mr. Ed? Oh, that would be great. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Did horses shake like that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you were having a seizure. Okay, well, the horse could have been drunk, but I do want to read you a certain detail about this. It's going to ruin my hypothetical. 53-year-old woman. Okay. Who um, officers did a sobriety test and said she gave breath samples that registered blood alcohol level of 0.161. Oh, much higher than Florida's legal limit of 0.08. Well, I don't think they have to say Florida's limit. Isn't that the... I think it's... I, actually, not, I think there's... Some states are um, no tolerance. So if you're above zero... Mm, okay. Yeah. But still, 0.08, you're twice that amount. Wow. Okay, so you know what? I take back... You know, maybe the horse was drunk. <gasps> she or, was drunk. The horse was... Horse capped. No, mm. horse napped. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> horse capped. Uh, mm. Almost. You almost had that one. Man, uh, my bits have been failing today. You know what? It's okay. Sometimes we have an off day. <laughs> I would if I could. Bitch. Oh, that was spot on timing. Yeah, you've you've gotten it down. Oh, I'm so proud good of myself. On you, I'm man. so proud of myself good right now. Shit. Real good shit. Fuck shit. shit. Oh god damn it. Oh, I could have hit that, mm. but I didn't. I didn't do that because I'm not good. I'm not a good producer. It's okay. You'll get there. This is only our third episode. Are you trying to mimic the guy from Intervention? No, but I can do that really well. I, I can actually. I can do that really well. Okay. Perfect. All right. So you say the lines. 
I don't remember the lines from the so show. I, I do. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm feeding you lines. Oh, okay. okay. I thought you you, say, you're just. I know deep down in my heart that I still love you. That's what you say to me, but you say it like you're crying, okay? I know deep down in my heart that you still love me. I forgot about <laughs> the car start, like yeah. right at the end of it. <laughs> How was that? Was that good? That was pretty good. Thank you. That was pretty damn good. Thanks a lot. <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to make that a drop right there. Oh, the whole the cry. Yeah, the real one or the one I did. Why not both? And we can play them side by side. We can compare them in a future episode. Fucking crazy. Yeah. We can do that. We have the technology. I have the technology. You have the technology because I don't own a computer. And I'm the talent. And I'm the voice. Which I... That Still is, makes that sense. Doesn't make sense at all. I mean, it, if, you, if, if I'm the talent, but you're the voice, I really should be the voice as well because that's what a talent is, is, is a voice. You're no one. No, because you're the producer. I don't think you understand Producers what you're don't have to you have a good voice. You don't sound smart at all. I don't think you're wrong. I think that's what wrong. dumb people say. <laughs> you're not wrong. That actually is a very common <laughs> excuse. So on to my second story here. Yes, please. And this is one that I had a uh, preface by showing you a photo of this man. Oh yeah. I'm excited about this. Yes. One. So the headline, here we go, everyone. Ah! Yeah! So the second one, the headline, Kentucky man accused of stealing police canine, luring him out with, Vienna sausages. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, now this story, I'm just going to read this one because it yeah. takes it takes twists and turns. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm Wait, wait, ready? Yeah, I'm going to we don't have this drop. I'm going to make it right now. Okay. Ready? That's me buckling up. Oh, okay. I didn't understand that at all. Thought <laughs> <laughs> you're like okay, I'm good to go. I by like grabbing the keys and jingling them. They're supposed to. It didn't really work. No, um, you can just pull a, a belt buckle from the internet. Yeah. I'm um pulling out some loose straws here. Yep. So <laughs> the incident began when a deputy with the Henry County Sheriff's Office was sent to Goodlett Circle in Smithfield. After someone said Harmon, who is the gentleman in question, the alleged gentleman in question. That's right. He didn't do anything wrong. Nope. Was trespassing on their property. Okay. When the deputy found Harmon, he asked the deputy for a ride to McCoon Road. McCoon Road. Yes. Red flag. Yes. Where Harmon said he would point out a weed trimmer that had been stolen. Well, is that like a, like a weed whacker? I, I can only assume so. Yeah. What is that formally called? What? Is there a formal name to that? Is it, is it marketed call, as a weed whacker? I just always called it a weed whacker. Continue. He did identify a weed trimmer, but it was not the one in <laughs> question, according to the report. Interesting. So a weed whacker had been stolen. Okay. He took this cop out to a random area. Can you do the man's voice? Because people don't see his picture. Can you mm. do his voice? Yeah, hold on. Let me look at him again. Ooh. Is that he's grunting? Ugh. Hey, there, there's a weed trimmer over there on McCoon Road. Can you take me on over there? <laughs> See, in that accent, and you explain the road, sounds very racist. Oh, yeah. Hey, maybe not the voice. That's unfortunate. I think everyone gets the gets the understanding of what's going on here. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So, so at that time, <laughs> Harmon changed the subject. And so whenever the deputy pointed out to him, that's not one that was stolen. The person who lives at that house owns that, that weed whacker. Yeah, this is this, is this person's. Yeah. Harmon changed the subject and asked the deputy if the Henry County Sheriff's Office knew what had happened to its canine that had been taken from a deputy property on August 8th. That canine has been missing for some time, but it was found later that same month. When confronted about what he knew about the canine's brief disappearance from the fenced in property. <laughs> oh, you know where this is going. <laughs> Keep going. When, when asked about the brief disappearance from the fenced in property, 
Harmon allegedly told the deputy that he had something to do with it. When asked... Well, now I guess um, I know a little bit about it. Now, when asked what did he have to do with it, he openly stated, I coaxed him out with the Vienna sausages. (laughs) (laughs) Come here, little doggy. So before where he was just going to be charged with, you know, breaking and entering, well, if, maybe if even, you will, for, oh, or, or trespassing. Or not even getting charged because he was just like, hey, they have my weed whacker. Well, no, because he had been trespassing. Okay. And so they could yeah. have gotten him on trespassing. But he could have been like, you and, know. And he's the one who just led them out to this, this random this area. This minor infraction. Yeah. You know. He led them on a goose chase to go find a, a weed whacker that hadn't been stolen. That wasn't his to begin with. And didn't even fit the description of what he was talking about. Exactly. That's mine. So he then leads him on this goose chase and then tells him, oh, yeah, I stole your dog. (laughs) (laughs) I gave him Vienna sausages. I think that's his favorite treat. I really liked him. He seemed like a really good pupper, but he kept biting at me. I don't know why. I mean, I had a bag of meth in my pocket. but I, I gave him Vienna sausages, but he kept trying to bite at mine. Yeah, that didn't deserve silence. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. I know. I I, I delayed. You, take, you delayed because you were so taken aback by how quick witted that was. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to. I want to further write the story of who this man is, though. Harmon. Harmon. Um, you know, just so you know, people can have kind of a, a mental image of what we're talking about here. Yeah, describe him, please. For everyone who has seen Breaking Bad, just. Okay. Imagine any of the countless, nameless Mexican cartel in the background, but give them Dumbo ears, a stupid chin strap, really bushy eyebrows, so like an atavistic sloping. I thought he looked more brow. like not Badger, but Badger's friend. Oh, absolutely not, Skinny oh, let Pete. Let me see it again. Let me see. And he again. looks nothing like Skinny Pete. Come on. Okay, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah, that that ain't Skinny Pete. I'm and wrong. he's. Very filthy. I mean, it looks like he's coated with just days worth of dirt, and he's wearing a wife beater. It's Ooh, a brand wait. new um, uh, treatment I'm using called filth. It's called the fruit of the earth. The fruit of the earth, pronounced filth. <laughs> Can you still call sleeveless white shirts wife beaters, or is that I, well because? Because it, it felt weird to say in 2020. Let me think here. Are you so? Whenever you say "wife beater," right, and you see that shirt, you're you're. Um, the immediate mental image is a redneck well, yeah, backwards yeah, yeah, yeah. family. But you're describing someone um, in a derogatory manner that would wear that shirt. Yes. So you're not really like you're not really passing on support for them, right? You're saying that this shirt is. You know, tantamount to a shirt that someone of low morals would wear. Um, And in order, way to put it, in order for me to accurately depict that, I choose the phrase "wife beater" because that's what these people of low moral character would wear, and also what they would do. What they would do. Yes. Thank you. Save save of the century. You're welcome. Nice. All right, everyone, applaud, Andy. And uh, that is that is it for that. It's just a, a dude just wanted to go for a joyride with a cop, and then got himself arrested by admitting yeah. to you know stealing a canine with Vienna sausages. Why would you do that? Why would you? And you got away with it, and they got the dog back. The dog was fine, yeah. as from what we can gather. He, he's you know? probably fattened up and had some high cholesterol from the Vienna sausages. But I mean. You can just work that out. <laughs> the cops got the dog back, and they're like, wow, this dog been really well fed. Yeah. Maybe well, we should send him back. <laughs> well, he got kind of fat, didn't he? We got to work him out. Yeah. He's holding on to someone else's Vienna sausages, though. Hey! Hey! <laughs> I brought your joke yeah. back in. And I gave you support for it. Thanks. You did a way better job supporting than I did. You're welcome. I'm going to offer more support and get another beer. Hey! Well, actually, I'll get it because it's your turn. Oh, for yeah. The next story. Okay, okay, okay. So this is um, I'm 
thinking this will be a little bit of a longer one, which is good. We need to eat up some time to, you know, fill up a full podcast. We don't need to eat up time. These can be as long or as short as we want. I want it's it to like be Gandalf I want in Lord of the Rings. A wizard is never late, nor is he early. I want he it arrives precisely to be, when he means to. I want it to be two hours and 30 minutes. Well, you're going to be shit out of luck on that one. Yeah, I found out, um, everyone at home, that whenever I posted the two hour and 20 minute um, podcast that I essentially maxed out the size of the file I could put online. So we did trim out a bit. I would say is a good thing because it's that's how thing. much material we have. Yeah. And we only scratched the surface for the next bonus episodes. We're already yeah. starting to get stories in from listeners who listen to that. Correct. Yeah. Uh-oh. So please uh, listen to the bonus episode that we posted this previous weekend and give us, you know, your nightmare stories and we will read them and we'll change names for privacy. Yeah. If it's needed. Yes, if it's needed. Or if you want us to disparage the name of someone. No, I won't do that. We will not do that. Oh, but what if we're doing it for someone? Nope, we will not do that. Okay. For legality reasons, we will not do that. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're right. I guess we can't be mean like that. There has never been a situation ever before in our friendship where I have had to be the voice of reason. I'm usually pretty smart about these things. Yeah. Man, I suck. A lot. No, no. You're just you're you're in the moment. You know, you're just you're just in the moment, and you want to please our listeners, but I want to please I them too. You're but right. yeah, you're right. You know, yeah. Hold on, because this is kind of like me going full circle, right? So me saying, "Hey, commit a crime for us," and then flipping script and saying, "Hey, let us commit potential slander for you." Yeah, and both of those suggestions have come from you. <laughs> I'm going to point that out. I'm on the outside of it, on the wrong sides of the spectrum. You're in the middle. But like, like autism? Um, no. Well, I'm going to grab beer. Okay, yeah. Hold on. Um, I uh, <laughs> unfortunately have lost. It was a saved. It was a saved Reddit article. That is why I take pictures. I should have done that. Clink. This one's a doozy. Oh, I can't wait. I love doozies. I'm going to tell you the story. I also love doozies. Oh, it's a, oh, like Mike Doocy? No, like poops. Oh, I don't have a fart drop. I'll do it for you. And we should really get a drop of that. We should get a, oh, wait, of us doing shitting noises? No, of like an actual fart. I almost did. I told you about this. I um, I tried to get the fart from Kenny versus Benny. Um, okay. But there's too much laughter in the background, so I don't think it would have been a good drop. No, no, no. It, it has to be clean. Yeah, clean and wet. Oh, why wet? Wet, wet produces a good fart. Hey, you know, you can go on YouTube and there's countless videos of women uh, farting. Uh, <laughs> nope, uh, I don't need to do that. Um, I can do it with my mouth, right? I, I produce No, it, a, it needs to be like an authentic you're, Now you're telling everyone at home that what they heard wasn't authentic, even though it sounded authentic. So you're taking away from the experience. Mm, I'm just saying, I think, I don't know why I think this, but I think the audience would appreciate. <laughs> the, <laughs> the audience would appreciate real flatulence from two butt flaps. Yep. Flapulence. Mm. Why isn't it called yeah, that? Yeah, that's Why a good it question. That? Mm. We're getting off track, though. I'm sorry about that. I, I think this is the perfect thing to to talk about heading into our story about Mitsuyasu Meno. Okay, that sounds like a competitive eater, and farting would entail that. Mitsuyasu Meno was a Japanese actor who appeared oh. in Roman porno films. He was. Is he dead? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't feel so bad anymore. Yeah. Um, so he was uh, best known for his role in Tokyo Emmanuel, for which he received screen billing. Was that a porno? Uh, in this film, he made love to the popular actress, Kumi Octomom. Oh, okay. While flying a plane. What? What uh, is happening in this Mano so far? was also an amateur pilot and was registered at the Taiyo Flying Club. So he- Made love in a plane. 
In a movie. In a movie. And he also loves planes. I can guarantee you that is art imitating life right there. It really is. Um, he so absolutely he, made love to a sweet, sweet woman while he was flying a plane. Yeah. What do you, what would you call that? Airhead? Oh shit. That was actually really good. Dang. That was good. I would if I could, bitch. Um, so he was a he was a part of um, a lot of the Tokyo. Um, I guess you could say drifting popular clubs. Scene. Well, no, this is a popular scene. Um, you know, he knew some of the famous people around town, wherever it might be. So, uh, in early 1976. Um, oh, J- this is an old story. It's an old story. Okay. Um, Japan was scandalized by news of the Lockheed bribery scandals and the involvement of the highest levels of Japanese political power, including Yoshio Kodama. Kodama had been confined to his house since suffering a stroke in 1975. He was accused of accepting more than $7 million from the Lockheed Corporation to bribe Japanese officials to facilitate sales of their now, airplanes. Hold on. Hold on. Was it seven million US dollars or seven million yen? Because there is a wildly drastic difference. Well, it, there. I would. I'm so. I think one. This would have uh, denoted yen. Two. I think it's dollars because it's from the Lockheed Corporation, which is an American corporation. Yeah. I'm just saying. You know. I know there's a big difference, but I don't. If you can buy. Political officials for just seven for million, seven million yen. yen. Yeah, <laughs> but facilitate the sale of our airplanes. Here's ten dollars. Yeah, and I would say no wonder the yakuza <laughs> like are so a, damn it's powerful. Like a fucking tip. It's just like, hey, thanks, bud. <laughs> there you go. Our money is useless. So, um, our friend Mano, he comes in. Uh, Mano, disillusioned by a man he had previously respected, told friends that he believed Kodama had betrayed the right wing and the samurai code, which he espoused. Now, this is a porn star espousing the samurai code. Hmm. And loves planes. Well, I mean, the samurai were uh, pretty firm. Really? You're going to leave me hanging on that one? I'm uh, dropping all kinds of good puns over here. Wait, how are they firm? The samurai code. Was firm. Yeah, just like he was in porn and he was firm. Oh, God. yeah, okay, that's a real good one. There you go, buddy. Hey, how about this one? That's so funny. <laughs> okay. Wow, I think you had a mental break there. I did. Um... So it, it was the Captain Scurvy visit. Wait, what? It, it was the Captain Scurvy visit. He that, completely that made you unhinged crazy. me. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean the guy's crazy, right? Who? How does a pirate captain exist in today? I don't know. And why does he know so much about, about mesothelioma? Yeah, about mesothelioma. I don't know. That's a real. We're gonna have to dive into that next time he visits. Is why does he know so much about mesothelioma? And is, are there any other cancers? That he can, you know, just kind of side off, you know, encyclopedic knowledge about. I'm sure about. he could talk a lot about booty cancer. Boom. That's a good one. See, I support you in your jokes. Thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah, See, you're this welcome. Is, this is actually a shaming moment where you're shaming me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to our friend Mano. Yes, please. Um, the, the porn star pilot. Right. Um, the extreme brand of nationalism to which Kodama and Maino adhered had generally remained hidden from public eye until Kodama's exposure in the Lockheed scandal. Calling Kodama a shameful person, he considered the lobbyist acceptance of money from Lockheed to be a national disgrace. Hmm. So, big deal to our friend Maino. Okay, but this was back in 1976. Yeah. Is Okay. So, the, I think, I guess... And this guy uh-huh. had, it was Mano that had suffered the stroke. No, 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 Kodama. Mano is the okay, porn star. Okay, okay, okay. Mano's yeah. porn star. And in early March 1976, Mano flew around Kodama's neighborhood in Setagaya, gaining knowledge of the area in preparation for an attack. What? On the morning of March 23rd, 1976, Mano arrived in the western suburbs of Tokyo at Chofu Airport with two friends, all three dressed in the uniforms of kamikaze pilots. 
Yeah, I thought that's where this was going. And Mano informed airport officials that they were renting two planes for a kamikaze segment of a film. The film was to prepare publicity for a planned film on the suicide bombers. Before 9 a.m., the actor posed in his uniform with white scarf, rising sun images on his sleeve, and a headband in front of the Piper Cherokee plane he had rented. All right, now hold on. The Piper Cherokee plane, not the same as the Piper who did our logo. I want to not the same. I want to distinguish those two. Although I do want to point out that the picture is quite explosive. Yes, it is. Yeah, that was another good one. Everyone loves that. <laughs> I don't know. Laughter was weird there. Eh, you know, it was warranted. It yeah. was good Wait, because hold on. because the logo is is quite explosive. Yeah. Okay, that was a more appropriate joke. That's more appropriate. I need to do rim shots more often. Mm. Mm. Do you? Because I believe the, the British health officials advise against rim shots during uh, the pandemic. <laughs> um, okay, so with Mano on in one plane as two companions in the other, they flew around Tokyo for a period of about one hour. Mano then told his friends that he had business in Setagaya, Kadama's neighborhood. The other plane with the cameraman on board accompanied Mano on the flight to Kadama's residence. Mano flew low over Kadama's home, circling twice before diving into the building. An amateur radio operator reported that at 9.50 a.m., he heard Mano call out, JA-355-1, the number of his plane, and then saying emotionally, sorry I haven't replied for a long time. Long live the emperor! After which the transmission suddenly ceased. Mano hit the second floor. This is taking a really dark turn. No worry, hold on. Mano hit the second floor veranda of this home and died in the crash. The crash caused a fire, which started on the second floor of the home, and two servants were injured. Kodama was resting in another part of the building when Mano attacked. He was not injured and was carried from his home in a blanket. Kodama's Yakuza bodyguards then went quickly to work to stop the fire. His Yakuza bodyguards. Um, anger, the guards attacked reporters who arrived on the scene. The reporters later complained that police had warned them not to excite the young men. Wow. This is a wild-ass story and is incredibly appropriate as a booze anchor. This is uh, your afternoon booze. But this is also 50 years late. 50 years late. I want to say rest easy, Mano, but you're a fucking psycho. Yeah, that's putting it lightly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good but, God. But think about this man's life, okay? He was a Japanese adult film star. So no one ever saw his junk. Wait. Be- oh. Yeah, well, because I, they always pixelated. On. Maybe he was, was upset about that. Did, did they pixelate in the 70s? They had to have, right? Were, com- were computers able to do that then? I'm sure. Are you? <laughs> they had to have like done that, right? Because in Debbie know. Does Dallas, is there full penetration? I don't know. I've never actually watched it. I haven't either, but it's a very famous film. You know what? That's our homework. Don't watch Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> you know, in honor of Mano. No, or he's a dis- crazy man. In, yeah. dishonor in dishonor of Mano, we're going to watch American porn. Um, that felt really xenophobic. Well, I do not. Don't worry. I, I take that back. I have a, a better idea. <laughs> I would if I could. Bitch. There you go. Yeah, I, I regret that previous statement. Yeah. Um, mm. Wow, you're stupid. You know, sometimes I am not a smart man. Everyone laugh at Andy. <laughs> You're stupid! <laughs> I'm in the cheap seats and I see how dumb you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know, but really think about it. I mean, you have... Think of something of equal comparison today. Right? Of what? A kamikaze porn star? Kamikaze pilot? porn star flies into... I don't know. I don't want to say our current president's name. You know, it might, I don't know, espouse some kind of national threat. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, and then get and, us taken off the air. And do Adam not and Andy, suggest one of our listeners. How to break federal law. Yeah. And do not suggest one of our listeners do it either. Yeah. But I mean, anyone at home can imagine how wild ass bonkers 
that would be. Yes. And you look back on it then, and imagine too, after a plane crashes in and the gang shows up and they start yeah. attacking reporters on site. Just the, the fucking like Secret <laughs> Service come out and just start beating the hell out no, of everyone. No, 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 something akin to the Yakuza. Oh, oh, so okay. Think about that. So the Yakuza. Yeah, they're still around. So. <laughs> <laughs> just out of nowhere, you know, coming coming from a, a house that is white. Just Yakuza guards start just charging the fields with their swords. <laughs> just, just screaming oh at, at all, all these reporters. Would um would your opinion of Trump change? If, uh, we weren't going to say his name. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying anything needs to happen to his home of residence with a certain, you know, thing intended for harm. Okay. Okay. Fair. But I can say his name now. Yes. Um. Would your opinion of Trump change maybe if he had Yakuza bodyguards? One percent post office, not at post office. Hmm. Um, not Which now. Which he hates. But yeah, exactly. I know that's weird to say now, but um, after he's out of office and he just went about his days playing golf and having the Yakuza around him at all times. You know, we don't want to make this a political. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is as close as we're going to get, everyone. This is but, as close as we're going to get. But what what I will say is it wouldn't fucking surprise me. Me neither. Yeah. I, it would not change my opinion one iota because it wouldn't fucking surprise he, um, me. He gets he gets into his older years um, and he starts to self-produce another apprentice, but he only does it with all of his Yakuza members. He's, there's just one <laughs> Yakuza boy that he's raised from being a tiny lad. Exactly. Is with him on his deathbed, yeah. cradling his hand. <laughs> I will avenge you. <laughs> I will avenge your old age. <laughs> I will stop the aging process. I am Thanos. So help me God. <laughs> I am inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> you just have this picture of Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet, and all of a sudden you see uh, Trump's young K- Yakuza show up, and he's like, I will avenge my leader. <laughs> <laughs> this is for my emperor. Oh, my God. Oh, and then um, That took a weird turn. That took a very weird turn. And then um, this young Yakuza boy gets in a plane and crashes into Thanos' house. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Oh, I didn't know we were going to go back on that one. That's how jokes work. You have to do the setup, punchline, recall, or recollection. Maybe that's better. Recalling means you remove the joke. I don't know jokes. I'm not funny. I know. Yeah. Hey! Woo! Yeah. So to lighten the mood a little bit. Um, I don't know. It was a pretty light story. Hmm. So to lighten, <laughs> so to lighten the mood a little bit, here is the headline for my third and final story. Please, man blows up part of house while chasing fly. <laughs> this sounds like a movie I love. It sounds, okay, it sounds like Up. It sounds like um, Mouse Hunt. Oh, okay, dude. Yeah, Mouse Hunt is great. A fantastic movie. Hey, about this, Adam and Andy recommend Mouse Hunt. How about Adam and Andy is now a podcast solely dedicated to Mouse Hunt, to and, Mouse Hunt. and the works of Nathan Lane? No, only Mouse Hunt. Only Mouse Hunt. That's right. Where every episode we will talk about the same movie for an hour. Hey, did you know what Mouse Hunt? It was actually directed by a uh, theatrical director, and that's why it kind of has that same feeling of set pieces and moving scenes along in certain order. You know, you're saying that with the dumb voice, but I think you actually know that fact. I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, true. it's very much true. Yeah. You're making fun of your actual self there. <laughs> okay. So on to the man who blew up part of house while chasing yeah, fly. He hired um, Christopher Walken to come in and do it. I wish. So, Another mouse hunt fact. There you go. So I'm going to, well, yeah, if they'd seen the movie, that's not really a fact. That's just trivia. It is a fact. It's a fact that Christopher Walken is in the movie. And it's fun. Fun fact. <laughs> You're getting too aggressive about the movie <laughs> Mouse Hunt. <laughs> I thought you were going to have some kind of retort there. No, I was thinking about a button I could hit, but... um. Here's what I think of Andy. 
So, a man has blown up part of his house in France while trying to swat a fly. The man, who was in his 80s, was about to tuck into his dinner. Wait, this like octogenarian? I'm reading this word for word. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The man, who was in his 80s, was about to tuck into his dinner when he became irritated by a fly buzzing around him. We all know that feeling. It's, yeah. It's the absolute it worst. It's annoying. He picked up an electric fly swatter and started targeting it. But a gas canister was <laughs> leaking and is not even going to try to pronounce that. It's somewhere in France. I, I can say, say it. that. I can say it. I'm pretty good at French. D-O-R-D-O-G-N-E. I, I'm not seeing the word, so I'm struggling. Never mind. Here, I'll show you real quick. Dor- Dordogne? Uh, yeah, there you go. You said it. Dordogne. Dordogne, there you go. In his Dordogne home. Now, do you know what like an, an electric fly swatter is? Have you ever seen one of these? Yeah, it looks like a tennis racket. Yes. Yeah. And they're awesome. They're great. My dad used to love getting these. Uh, yeah, you can kill pretty much anything. Except a human. Except a human, it just shocks them. And Trey and I tried. Uh, on on each, each other. other. Okay, I was about to say, like, oh, but, are you doing a confession? But if you ever had one of these things, it was always, ooh, ooh good time yeah. for that. But if you ever had one of these things, it was always really fun to like, yeah. grab it, turn on, and just, and just like hit someone with it. A lot of, oh. And just shock them. <laughs> well, I, I would always play with it as a kid in Canada. Um and we would kill mosquitoes and flies and spiders and. You want to know a really interesting fact about these electric fly swatters? Oh, I love fun facts. If you can catch a fly and have it stick to it, it'll fucking explode if you hold it on there long enough. Yeah, I know that. It, it is, cooks it. It literally it cooks is it. Awesome. So, Adam and Andy also recommend buying an electric fly swatter and playing with it while watching the movie and Mouse Hunt. Hitting your kids with them, but not hard, just enough to get it to shock. Because okay. I don't contone. Child violence. Your child is on their um, iPad too much, so you just give them a nice little tap. Yeah, you know, you just... Hey, you know what? You had one hour. Just get off of there. You know, just just stop it. Your child's a chicken. Yeah. So, you might be wondering, how did part of his house blow up? Yeah, I want to know. With an electric fly swatter. Mm -hmm. With the gas running. Yes. A reaction between the device and the gas caused an explosion, destroying the kitchen and partly damaging the roof of the home in that city. Or don't. Mm, it's a different word now. Not even going to try. It's a village within the city, I guess. I don't okay. know. I don't yeah. know how it works in France. Sure. According to local media, the <laughs> unnamed man had a lucky escape, sustaining just a burn to the hand. Oh, wow. He blew his fucking house up. And you, and you know how got it burn. is. So he he blows up his house, and he's sitting out in the front yard waiting for the police or whomever to show up. And he's like, the fucking fly was in there. I'm trying to fucking kill it. And I, I want to make note, the final line of the story. Oh, yeah, please. The fate of the fly is not known. <laughs> <laughs> that is the final line of that story. Well, that's it died. Yeah. Know? It I'm, could be out. A, a, a rampant fly is going spreading terror across I was France. Going around just trying to attack this fucking fly with my electric fly swatter, and the damn thing blew my house up. Don't know if it died, though. Wee wee. Kind of making French there at the end, so that's what yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't know any French. Uh, not nearly as much as I do Spanish. Yeah, I, I I can't conversationally throw off some French, but I can understand it pretty pretty okay. I absolutely cannot. If the person that's speaking French slows it down for me so I can pick up on each word and try and find some clues. Um, so obviously my hand needs to be held. But I'm still thinking about this old man on his front yard going, I just wanted to kill that fucking fly. This was going around my house. And you know what? I love that our French caricature is southern is massively southern yeah and you know what there have to be redneck french people right you would think so an 80 year old frenchman with an electric fly swatter is that about the equivalent of a redneck for for french people probably i like drinking pep's blue ribbon i like (laughs) drinking white wine and eating baguettes 
No, I made a joke. You missed it. Yeah, you said Pabst Blue Ribbon. But blue. Oh, blue. Oh. Yeah. Suck me blue. Yeah. yeah. That one. Yeah. That one went right over my head. Yeah. It's okay. I, I apologize it's for that. Okay. You know, I didn't support you in that joke, and I apologize. Uh, you know what? Could use some support when I'm hunting this fucking fly. Maybe then I wouldn't leave the gas on and blow my damn hair. I was busy cooking some of my croquettes in the fucking fly. <laughs> 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 I was cooking the croquettes. I got some of my egg going on my lesoufs going on the spoof. You know, this is why France hates America. No, hold on. No, 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 no. America hates France. The French love America. Now, of course, there's some snootiness to it, but in military affairs, one of the closest allies the Americans have had, other than the Canadians, okay, are now, the French. Okay, military alliances, utterly void of this topic. Okay, culturally. They fucking hate us. Accepted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely hate I us. I tried to blow up that fucking fly like a goddamn <laughs> American on the 4th of July. Woo! Oh, you're going to give yourself a hernia. Calm down. I look like Chris Farley and Billy Madison. I'll turn this fucking bustle up. You're going to give yourself a hernia. Your yeah. face got... Red. Bright red right there. I'm really good at doing that. You're, you know, and your apartment is stupid hot. You're holding a beer to your cheek to cool yourself down. It's double wall insulated, so I can't even feel the cold coming from the outside. Uh-huh. Andy. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no that- I'll, I'll say about this episode is other than <laughs> Captain Scurvy, who yes. we can talk about now if you'd like. Um, We've already discussed Captain Scurvy. He 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 rattled me a little bit, and my jokes weren't landing. And then, as the beer started flowing, oh, one and a half of them, I started to find my footing. Oh, this is how you walk. Yeah. Here come the jokes. Maybe next time we don't start with the guest. We let the flow get going. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have a publicist, so I'm trying to set up these fucking meetings, and then this guy just says, hey, I want to come in and I want to talk to you guys first. Well, I would sounds say... sounds like Rip Torn. I would say uh, you work as a better producer than a publicist, and we can make these people show up whenever we want them to because they want to be on our show. Yeah. We didn't invite yeah, him. Yeah, we're a big deal. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. Yeah, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't invite him. He reached out and was like, hey... I'm going to be on your show. And you're like, I'm the baby. I'm good to let you on whenever you want to be on my show. Now I'm French. (laughs) (laughs) Now you can do a French voice. Yeah. That just, that that, that came. Oh, I'm the baby. There you go. There you go. There's my my Latin flavored Doug Bobby. Mm, The best Doug Bobby. Oh, I love Ricky Martin. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, leaving la vida loca. See. Si. <laughs> <laughs> this has been an entertaining episode, at least, and yeah. we can't take that away from ourselves. No, nor our fans. No. Though I'm sure we're going to get a lot of critiques about this one. I don't think so. I think it's a solid one. I agree. But, you know, as always, critiques are welcome and Thoroughly appreciate Pretty much so. If you guys did not like Captain Scurvy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of him. I think he's great. Oh, God, here it comes oh, again. No. Yeah, it's Captain, Captain Scurvy. Scurvy here yeah. on the Adam and Andy hey, buddy. Okay, hold on. You know, let me go ahead and. He's, he's hey, wait. Alright, it was a real pleasure with you two boys All right, today. he's gone. He's and late. before I leave, last thing I'll say is. And then he, he didn't even finish what he was saying. You know, oh. Just for for my for my sake and the audience's sake, how long is mesothelioma? Just play it in its entirety right now. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Play it in its entirety. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, it's a real person. It's over a minute long. <laughs> <laughs> Good 
God. <laughs> just Alrighty. Up. What did you just go to Web WebMD? Um, Captain Scurvy. Yeah, where did found Captain a, Scurvy go? A mesothelioma brochure online. <laughs> <laughs> Story for the day. What is mesothelioma? <laughs> God. I, I, there are so many questions and no answers, except for what is mesothelioma. Mesothelioma is cancer that starts in the cells of the mesothelium. The mesothelium God. is a lining or a membrane that covers and protects the most organs in your body. In your body. Body. Bitch. Um, well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know I did, and I'm sweating a lot now. Yeah. You're soaking through your shirt because you kept on a long sleeve shirt in an apartment yeah. with no AC and hey, no fan. Hey, whenever you come in here, man, I'm ready to fucking go. Well, I'm next ready to time, do it. We can plan a little bit better. Like, I should have grabbed a hat. You should have grabbed a hat. He's wearing my denim hat that I wore for a Halloween outfit last this year when totally I was my hat when now. I was wearing a ten I'm sorry, Canadian tuxedo. This is totally my hat now. I kind of like it. Mm, that's too bad. That's too bad. Well everyone, uh I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. And fuck Captain Scurvy. Ah!